Welcome to Women Weekend, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships, childhood, and early life conditioning to shift from a place of codependency into a divine feminine state of love, harmony, and abundance. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human being who has experienced most of the issues that I explore on this show. On today's Divine Feminine solo episode, I'm sharing with you some of the inspirational concepts, ideas, messages that I've received so far in the first few weeks of this year, 2024, that I feel are themes, specifically the idea of this being a time to truly shed so that we can strengthen the aspects of who we truly are, the essence of who we truly are, that we can build on that and not deal with all the rest of the static and distractions that we may have carried with us up until this point. So take a listen and enjoy. Hey everybody, Whitney here with a Divine Feminine solo episode. I hope you all are doing well. I did want to start the episode with another little request and call to action for any of you who might have a story about synchronicity, coincidences, serendipity that you'd like to share in either a voice note or written up, sent as an email. I would love to start creating episodes around people's shared stories of divine experiences of coincidence because it's no coincidence. (laughs) It's a beautiful expression that's showing you that you are on your path and coming into your own. I also want to remind everybody that if you're interested in working with me, you can email me or find me on Instagram at womenwaken and we can do a consultation together. Okay, so now to get into today's episode. What I felt really inspired to talk about today was something that came to me this week. So a few things came to me that I'm going to share. But the one that's most prominent and that I want to focus on for this episode is the idea that I really feel, I know I've already given a lot of what I feel are themes and intentions and focuses for 2024, but I have another one. (laughs) And I'm thinking maybe some of you might relate. As I said, I think 2024 is a big year for people to truly begin to step into who they are meant to be and to begin sharing their gifts with the world. How can we do that if we don't fully believe in ourselves? How can we do that if we're carrying around a ton of baggage and emotional weight that keeps us feeling burdened, held down, as I spoke about in last week's episode around self-doubt, ditching your doubts, when we keep doubt around it holds us back. It weighs us down. We have to release our our doubts. So this is sort of in line with that, but then it shows the next step. It's this twofold process that I feel is really prevalent this year, which is the concept of shedding and strengthening. That was what came to me this week was let yourself, give yourself space and time, dedicate yourself to shedding things. It cannot 
go with you anymore. Those fears, those doubts, those insecurities, those worries, those preoccupations, the comparisons, the negative talk, it's time to shed the things that we have held on to that have been around us for too long. This may involve communicating or working through things with other people, yet I think predominantly it's just about you recognizing what you've been carrying, what you've been holding on to, what has been kind of circling around your psyche, your self, around your energy field, and that's been keeping you from really feeling like you can move confidently forward. And it's not even just that, because here's the other thing. This year is also about loving your life and loving yourself. When we love ourselves and we love our life, we step into each day with joy, with excitement, with anticipation, with open arms and an open heart to say, all right, universe, world, spirit, what source, whatever you want to call it, I'm here and I'm ready and I'm so excited. When we're marred by that unpleasant lingering of feelings and emotions and doubt, it's really hard to approach the day that way. I know for myself, a struggle that I have still is waking up and having this overall sense of there's something to, oh gosh, there's, I should be worried about that. I should be. And I, I realize that it's, it's a learned state of being, right? When we are constantly trying to identify when we wake up what we need to be worried about, it's because we've learned to kind of be on high alert, protective, survival mode, where we say, okay, I've been burnt, I've been hurt, I keep feeling like I get knocked down, I need to be looking around. That's what we need to shed. It does not serve us anymore. And if you're had any experience, if your experience was anything like mine, last year was a lot about releasing people, places, and things that were not coming with me for the next chapter that held me back, that maybe played a part or encouraged you to continue doubting yourself and playing small. It's not about playing small anymore. It's about knowing and fully being in your power, in yourself, and enjoying the heck out of it. So we shed, we shed, we shed. I've started some rituals around this. Baths are a great thing, just envisioning, just washing away, washing away the fears, the insecurities, the things that bother you. But that also takes taking the time to identify them. I encourage you to keep a notebook with you. And let's say you're walking through your day and something just comes up where you're like, oh, that person was kind of rude to me. Maybe I maybe I said the wrong thing or, oh, that person didn't seem to like me. Maybe I need to change this about myself, whatever it might be, like just start to notice how often do you question yourself? How often do you doubt yourself? And I'm not talking about being, you know, some total egomaniac who thinks they can do no wrong. You know that that's not you. That's another lesson I'm learning is yes, we are all imperfect in terms of not always acting in full alignment and integrity with who we know ourselves to be. It's a part of the human experience. If we were perfect in terms, in those terms, uh, in greater universal terms, if you've, as you've heard me say, we are perfect. We absolutely, because imperfection is a part of perfection. Nothing takes away our ultimate perfection because we are one. We're a part of the all. But you know what I mean. I'm talking about being out of alignment with who you know yourself to be. Maybe being angry, being irritable, being really reactive. We all do it. So we want to keep checking on that, but that does not mean that we are an angry person or a not good person or this or that person. We'd like to label ourselves these things. 
Let's shed those labels that we know are not true and shift that to, yeah, I have a tendency sometime to do this. Yeah, I have been known to do this. But guess what? Every single moment is a chance to respond and act and be differently. So we don't need that label. We can shed those labels. We can shed those fears. We can continue to observe, but not to be on the constant lookout of, oh, now this decides how I can feel about myself. I know for me, a lot of my life, I've let every interaction, every experience, every feedback, every fight, every fallout, whatever it might be, I've let it cause me to fear that I'm not who I want to be, that I'm not a good person, that I'm, that I'm not someone that I can feel good about. And it's just not true. We are a person that we can feel good about. We're all a work in progress. Yet if we tell ourselves that fundamentally we're not capable of achieving our dreams, we're going to stop trying. We're going to lose faith in our dreams. We're going to not be moving towards our dreams. And as I've said, there's no time for that. There's no time to waste anymore. We are moving into our dreams. It's our birthright. It's our inherent right. It's our gift from the universe to be here and to play out these dreams and in all our glory. Yet when we have these beliefs that hold us back, we have to let them go in order to move into who we're truly meant to be. So we shed, we shed, we shed in whatever way is good for you. It can be talk therapy. It can be energetic healing. It can be Reiki. It can be yoga. It can be movement. It can be letting life happen and then taking the time to sit with it and say, this is how I'm responding to it, but I shed, I release this tendency to blame myself, to hurt myself, to say mean things to myself because of these events. I'm shedding, I'm shedding, I'm shedding my old way of being. I'm releasing it. I'm releasing what no longer serves me. I'm lightening up. That's what shedding is, right? If you're wearing 20 layers of, of clothes, which <laughs> I've been needing to do lately, it's where I'm living now at upstate New York. It's going to be two degrees this week, you guys. <laughs> That's only two. We only got two degrees here. That's very low. <laughs> Anyways, but if you're wearing a bunch of layers, it's going to feel like a heavy load. If you, As you start to shed layer after layer, you lighten it. Then it's summertime, right? And we feel free. Woo! We're just wearing a little skimpy dress, a little sundress, and it feels real light. Well, that's what I want you to feel energetically, that we only got this little sundress on <laughs> to bask in the glory of our light. We want to shed all that stuff, all that stuff that's piled up over the difficult years of being a human being on planet Earth. They're misconceptions. They do not serve you. It's time to go. Because then comes the second part, is strengthen. It's kind of like, I remember somebody explaining to me once, they were, they were having a phase in their life, somebody I used to date and we stayed friends, and he would bulk up, which is, this is what weight trainers do. They bulk up and then they're just kind of heavy. Like they just, you know, they just have a lot of excess weight. They're overweight. But then they work really hard. That That's when they start to go on a strict regimented diet, they shed and they sculpt and they start working out so that that excess weight is shedded, but then their strong physique is then exposed. But they needed to bulk up to be ready for that experience, for that shedding to then show their strength. That's where we are. It's go time. We get to do it now. We get to shed all that shit that we didn't want in the first place, the excess energetic weight, emotional weight, mental chaos, 
and we get to see what we're really made of. And we get to start really working on and building, strengthening those muscles, strengthening ourselves, our mental abilities, our mental state we strengthen, which means not focusing on the negative, which means not repeating the same messages that keep us feeling down, that keep us feeling in a rut, that keep us feeling incapable. We create mental strength so that our mind is like just a super efficient machine that's only directing us and driving us forward in the most affirming, commanding, and respectful way. We strengthen ourselves physically because the better it's all connected, right? We have so much focus on the physical here on earth that sometimes when we get spiritual, we're like, forget about it. I don't, I've spent so much time. Everybody's always talking about your fitness and how you look. I just don't want to think about it, but we can't deny it. It's the ultimate trifecta, mind, body, and soul. It's all connected. So we have to respect our bodies just like we do. So it's a great excuse and reason to start shifting our, what we consume. And I've talked about how consuming is beyond food. It's everything that we ingest into our systems through what we see, what we listen to, what we, the environments we put ourselves in. All of those things affect us. But if we're talking about the mental or the physical sector and how we're strengthening that, we're honoring our body in the way that's best for us. For some people, they get into weight training and they love it. Weight training is a great way. It's, it releases incredible endorphins. When I've been doing more strength work, you get the greatest calm after. I remember just feeling like, wow, that's that's quite the <laughs> that's quite the endorphin rush you get. That's quite the uh, the high afterwards where you just feel totally blissed out and relaxed. It makes me want to go back and join a gym, which I haven't done in a long time because I've been such a vagrant <laughs> traveling around. But I don't have weights at home. I just do core work and sort of isometric work using your body weight to strengthen yourself, which is great. Yeah, whatever way it works for you. It also, some people aren't into strength. It's yoga, it's Pilates, it's dance. For some people, it's hiking or running. Whatever it is for you that makes you feel most connected to and in honor of and respecting your body, that's what you focus on. Physical strength can mean different things to different people. Sometimes it's like the full-fledged bulky muscle. Sometimes it's lean muscle, lean physique, lean fitness. Whatever it is, it's it does feel good to feel in a good state with your body. And all are connected. So however you are physical, however you are physically is going to impact how you are mentally and emotionally. So then we move over to the emotional body. And we begin to strengthen that by affirming that we deserve to feel good, that we deserve to feel happy, that we deserve to feel a sense of love and belonging and kindness within, not a scared stranger to ourselves, not feeling in fear that we're once again going to feel totally knocked down and demolished emotionally, destroyed emotionally. Those are valid feelings, and I'm not denying that. We all have to go through those periods where we feel completely gutted emotionally, a rock bottom. We hit emotional rock bottom through various events. Yet we always get the chance to then shed those memories and remind ourselves that our emotional body continues to grow and heal and evolve like every other part of us. And so we can start to fill ourselves with 
um, positive emotional experiences. Even though we can't control the things around us, we might lose somebody. We might have an ending. We might experience grief, loss, rejection. There's a lot of different emotions we might feel, but we can choose to tend to them in the healthiest way possible to feel as strong as we can emotionally. But guess what? Everything feeds into everything else, right? If we've worked on our mental state, our mental state can filter into our emotional state, right? If we're constantly saying like, oh, I knew it, like this wasn't going to work out for me and I'm not good at this and this is never going to work out for me, it starts filtering in and this heaviness comes into your emotional body. And then you can feel that as you move through your life. As you strengthen yourself mentally, it's easier just to build a stronger emotional base that's based on I am capable, I am enough, I am worthy, I am of value. Those are the essences that we can hold emotionally that keep us strong. Because then what does a strong emotional body do? It enables you to navigate life's twists and turns better, stronger. Things don't knock you down as much because you know who you are. You know the emotional atmosphere of your soul and your being. So when a negative experience comes in, we don't confuse it with, oh no, this must be what it is now. This must be who I am. No, we remember our true emotional core. We let things pass through us, but we, re- we keep this beautiful, um, strong emotional state of I am powerful. I am wonderful. I am lovable. I am worthy. I am valuable. And it's very hard when you strengthen that to have anything deter that. Because as I've stated before, that's the ultimate truth of every single human being. We come in with complete, whole, and utter inherent value. A full, solid emotional body. But it gets, whoo, just really gets rocked in this life experience. We can reclaim that. Reclamation. Reclamation is also a big theme this year. We are reclaiming our true inherent selves. We're shedding everything that was not true about us that we told ourselves. We're shedding every experience that we thought defined who we are that does not. We're shedding, we're shedding, we're shedding our old ways. It's not who we are anymore. We're a snake. We're removing that skin. We've outgrown it. It's too tight. (laughs) It doesn't feel good. It's clenching us. It's holding us in, in, in. I, another message I got this week, I got the eight of swords and a tarot spread that I did for the month. And immediately I realized what it was trying to tell me, which is that you want to break free. You, your potential is ready, but you're holding yourself back. Like it, it, I have that same vision that I'm having that I had with that, the snake that I just described. If you imagine that your, your skin can't be shed and you're just encased in these fears and these sense of being bound to different things and just wrapped up in all your emotional, mental, and physical baggage, you're going to feel like you can't be expressed. But as long as you're held within that bondage of old skin, those eight swords, the eight of swords in the tarot deck shows a woman who has eight swords in the ground around her and she's bound, she's wrapped up with this like ribbon around her whole body and she, and her arms are wrapped and she just looks so just dejected and as if she just knows I can't break out. But the truth is that she can, she absolutely can. There's no one, there's nothing enforcing those swords around her. She could freaking pull them out of the ground and toss them aside, but she doesn't. So, and as long as she stays in that state, do you think that her true full self is coming forward? No, 
This is the year that we shed those limits. We shed our skin. We shed those swords so that we can fully be expressed as we have always been meant to, that we're finally ready to. So we shed and then we strengthen what we got. We shed everything else and then we look at what we still have and we said, all right, time to do push-ups with these things. I have this great heart of compassion in my emotional body. I have this great essence of kindness and respect. I'm going to really strengthen those because I know I have them because I meant to use them in this lifetime. I have this great capacity to be considerate of others in my mind, to have this mental state of always looking for the best in others and looking at possibilities where others don't see it. That's my mental gifts. I'm going to strengthen them. Physically, I have a long, lean body and I move really well and I feel good when I move and I dance. I'm going to focus on that and honoring my body with movement that's right for me. Do you understand? Do you see what I'm getting at here? Reclamation. It was always ours, but we acted as if it wasn't. That's actually a little quote I got too. I was at a, this was actually a few weeks ago now, I was at a restaurant that had of course, I, one of my favorite things, it had this little jar of different little quotes that you could pull, kind of like a fortune cookie, fortune, right? So I was stoked. <laughs> and I pulled and it pulled one and it was that quote from the Wizard of Oz that says, you've always had the power, my dear. You just had to learn it for yourself. That's what we're doing. That's what the time is. Our inherent, incredible, essence, abilities, glory has always been present. Every single moment of this entire lifetime, it's been there. We just have to learn it for ourselves. That's what we're doing here. That's literally what life is about. And more and more people this time, at this moment in the human experience in the history of humanity are realizing this. We've gone through enough bullshit, lifetime after lifetime of discrediting ourselves and playing ourselves small and feeling like we just have to fit into the system, into society, into what we're told to be. So we're totally burying, burying these gifts, these this power deep within us. Yet we're this is the time of reclamation. We are reclaiming this power that we've always had, but you have to do it yourself. You have to learn it yourself. How many times have you had somebody tell you things that you said, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. And you, they tell you, you tell you, and one day you're like, Hey, guess what? I don't have to be mad about this anymore. It was never my fault. I'm not mad. And someone's like, Oh my gosh, I told you that every day for like 10 years, <laughs> whatever it might be. Right. We have to learn it for ourselves. You can't ever figure something out just by someone else telling it to you. It's an inside job. That would be somebody like throwing food at your face and expecting you not to be hungry. You got to eat it. You can't just have food around you and be like, oh, great, food. Now I'm not hungry. No, you're only going to be satiated if you eat it. The same goes with this. You have to learn it for yourself. That's what this year is. Learn it for yourself by shedding all the falsehoods, all the misconceptions, all the things that you did because you thought you were supposed to do it and get back down to the core of who you are. And then you're going to remember. That's when you learn, oh my gosh, look at what I'm really made of. Because hey, learn it for yourself. Look at how strong you are. Shed to strengthen. 
If you shed everything you're not, you're going to be looking straight in the face the things that you do have. You're going to say, oh my gosh, I'm actually powerful as hell. I'm incredible. When I shed all the the negative connotations with what has happened to me, I just see them for what they were, which were these amazingly challenging obstacles that I overcame. See it that way and you realize you learn for yourself how powerful you are. And then your power is going to shine whether you want it to or not. And I just got this, whoo, this big swirl of energy around me when I said that. So so, something is affirming that. Shed it. Shed everything so that you can only see the strong, remarkable parts of yourself that have gotten you to where you are today and then keep strengthening those things. Build them even stronger. Your light's going to shine so big, you're not going to believe it. People are going to see say that you seem different, you look different. It's because you're reclaiming yourself. Your true self is showing. You've shed years of baggage energetically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. You're going to come across differently. You're going to experience life differently. It's a beautiful thing. And don't worry when you have setbacks. Don't worry when the same tendencies that have created these layers of, sh- of sh- sh- shit <laughs> that you need to shed come back, right? For an example, I met with a spiritual coach that I work with sometimes, a healer, an intuitive, Shara Ojin. She's wonderful. And we got on the call and we hadn't caught up in a long time. I hadn't actually done sessions with her for um, a, few, a year or two, I think. And so I immediately launched into giving, bringing her up to speed on everything that happened in my life, every single facet. And she just was like kind of nodding. And I could tell that I, that she was like, all right, well, I just want to get to the part where I do a reading of your energy and help you out. But okay. <laughs> and I couldn't let it go. And then later she kind of noted, she said, she said, yeah, you know, she was telling me some stuff that was coming up in my energy field. She's like, it's kind of like you ha- you felt like you needed to share extensive details of your story because you wanted to you know, be able to have me understand. And I felt shame. I felt a little bit of shame. I was like, oh my gosh, because that's one of my tendencies is to overshare, to overexplain. I desperately want to be understood. It's probably why I like hosting a podcast and I love to talk. I really thrived when I did 12-step groups because it felt so good to just be able to talk and talk and talk about processing and what happened to me and what I did that I felt I didn't like about myself and my mistakes and all of that. So I don't know. It definitely is a trauma response to a certain degree. If anyone else can relate to this, when you overshare, it's because often early in life, you felt like you were not seen or considered. Maybe you felt like people had misconceptions about you. They said things that weren't true. You felt like people treated you in ways that was unfair. So you desperately want to be understood. Like, no, let me clarify. Let me explain. But it also can do with like your astrological chart and where your Mercury is. Mine's in Virgo, which is very neat and tidy and organized. So you don't want things out of order. You want to be like, hey, listen up. This was what happened to me the past year. This is who I talked to this day. This is what happened this day. I just want you to know every detail. And the other person is like, okay, but I don't care. But all right. (laughs) Anyways, my whole point is I had a moment of shame. And then I realized, hey, shake it off. It's all right. As you grow on your spiritual path, it's going to mean less and less to you whether or not you are understood perfectly by others. You And it may not ever be completely gone. You may always have a tendency towards that, but it will get less and less. And what came to mind was, you know, when I used to struggle with binge eating and bulimia, there was nothing I could do to temper that need I felt at that time to gorge on copious amount of foods. There was nothing that could stop me. So I remember one time 
I was in high school and my mom even stepped in front in between the fridge and I and she was like, Whitney, you don't have to do this. And I was like, mom, please just move. I couldn't be stopped. It was already on its way. It was a life force inside of me that was fueled by shame and fear and just everything, trauma and pain. But as my healing began and the years went on, that went away. And now I like I, no one could pay me enough money to eat st- for two hours straight. I mean, I've probably still snack for two hours straight sometimes. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like a full-on binge for two hours is a whole lot of food that's very uncomfortable to consume. But it was there was a life force inside of me. But now it's gone. It's died down. And I know that will happen with this, the need to desperately be understood. A quote that really struck me during my healing path and spiritual path said, seek rather to understand than to be understood. Actually, that's from 12-step groups. <laughs> and that was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want it to be more important that I understand others rather than desperately needing to be understood myself. But again, I have compassion for myself. It comes from my upbringing, feeling neglected, feeling unseen, feeling unheard. So we work with where we're at and we say, okay, all right, this is something that needs to be strengthened, right? This is something that will be attended to and that naturally over time will dissipate. You also have to trust in that. Not everything can be just whittled away through through healing, through therapies. We can try all the things and still feel like, man, this is still here. It's because some things will naturally resolve and reduce as we just begin going about our lives in a different way. You need to trust that. It's essential. We can't always just buy the quick fix or the quick program that'll diminish it all. Sometimes you can. Sometimes those things will help in the overall reduction of energy, energy that's holding you back, that's keeping a conception alive. So I offer that just to remind you that as we continue on this path, I'm not saying that you guys are all going to rise up like this, you know, mighty soul, spiritual warrior that's like, I am ready to go. You might and just feel totally relieved of all that, those layers you might shed completely, but it's going to be most likely more so that some days are victorious and some days feel like a bit of a defeat, but you just keep getting back up and remind yourself that, okay. This is just telling me what's still here, what's wanting to be heard for some reason. So I'm going to hear it. I'm going to explore it. And then I'm going to work again to shed it. And if it still can't be shed, then I'll keep addressing it. That's how the process works. We have a long time to do this, y'all. I know I've said that, but we might be working on something that's just not going to get resolved in this lifetime. We're going to resolve a lot of other stuff, but there might be one more chink in our armor that we never quite shake. That's okay. Someone also told me once, she said, yeah, I went to go see a shaman, a shamanic healer. And I told him, I said, you know, I have this, this insecurity. Like there's just this, I feel like there's this level of confidence that I just can't break into. There's always feels like there's this sort of ceiling. And he looked at her and he said, you put that there. He said, it's like, think of it as like the lid on your confidence that if you blew it open, you would just be way too arrogant and detached from understanding others. This actually keeps you in a perfect place to do the work that you decided to come in to do. That really interests me because sometimes the things that we're trying so desperately to solve completely are actually aiding us in a way. So just be mindful of that because I'm there's definitely stuff we have to shed, all right? I'm not saying, like, there's definitely some shit that just does not serve us at all. That's what we're working to shed. The stuff that's not going, maybe it goes in a year, two, or more. Maybe it was put there 
for a purpose in this lifetime. The more you get into the spiritual world, the more you just realize, good grief, there is so much here. There's so many different concepts. And that's why I'm the biggest proponent of sovereignty. Hear what I have to say. Hear what others have to say. Only follow through with what speaks to you. You are your own greatest source of wisdom and knowledge. Take from others. Listen. Gather. Keep what you like. Let go of the rest. All right, everybody. So a few more concepts I want to share with you, a few more quotes that I heard, statements that I liked that might resonate with you as well. I think this one ties in to really stepping into our power, to strengthen ourselves, to releasing, shedding those energies that don't serve us. It says, I have a steel-like faith in myself. That is the number one thing that's going to get you into this new phase of your life when you have such faith in yourself that you don't let little missteps or hiccups along the way deter you or cause you to to collapse and say, oh, I knew it. Who am I? Who am I to even try this? I knew they were right. I knew this was the truth about me. I knew that I couldn't do it. No. No matter what, the strongest champions are the ones who fall completely and then they say, okay, I, I, that's, I fell. I'm getting back up. I believe in myself so much that I'm going to keep going. Have that steel-like faith in yourself so that you can really strengthen who you are and bring your gifts forward full force. And this is something that kind of another statement I heard this week that I think can help with really seeing and making sense of what might be happening for you right now. You are in the midst of elevating to a higher state of consciousness where some of your fears become motivation. Some of your anger becomes peace of mind. Some of your pain becomes purpose. So this really hit me because I was in a lot of anger this past week, anger about things that had happened this past year, arguments, disagreements. And I realized, you know, sometimes you're a lot closer. You're only a few steps from your anger becoming your peace of mind because anger allows you to see what's kind of lingering in there. And if you feel it and process it full force, you can shift it because then once you learn the truth, the truth will set you free. The truth will bring you peace of mind. Know that your anger is you trying to disagree with the situation, disagree with what happened. What if you can just accept what happened and say, yeah, I was at fault here. I felt they were at fault there. Ultimately, we're both doing our best, helping each other learn what we need to learn. I have peace around what happened. I'm no longer fighting against it and saying, this shouldn't have been like this and they shouldn't have done this. That's where our peace can come from. Trust that this is a time because you are elevating to a higher state of consciousness that these are the things that will be happening for you, for you. They are happening for you. They happen to you and for you, for your highest benefit. Okay. I hope this has been helpful, my wonderful, lovely listeners. I know that I am here championing you and supporting you in this journey. Of course, I would love to hear from you if you'd like to share what's going on for you. And now I'm going to pull a card for you all. I'm going to pull from my Starseed Oracle and see what card wants to come up for everyone listening whenever you hear this. Ooh, gorgeous. I love this. And this is so perfect. And this statement, this card that I got from the Starseed Oracle is also going to help us to shed the crap we don't need and to strengthen ourselves because this is a challenge for everybody. I kid you not. This is what this card says. You're not for everyone. Embrace your weirdness. 
face your true north. Oh my gosh. Exactly what I'm saying. When we get over ourselves, and that's another thing. I hate to say this. This this sounds harsh, but again, this was another message that came to me this week that really just slapped me upside the head in a good way. I was reading about somebody who had a major shift in their life. They said, somebody asked them, what was the most profound change that occurred for you? And they said, I got over myself. They said, yeah, I used to worry about what everyone thought. And I used to question my decisions. I used to wonder if, you know, they would, people would agree with my decisions until I realized no one really cares that much about what you're doing. Yeah, they might make some crappy remark and then totally forget about it and go on with their life. But if we keep acting like we're so important that we're so prominent in this person's life that they're just constantly thinking of how they don't agree with us and they think that we're awful, we're just too caught up in ourselves. We got to get over ourselves. And that that means our small self, right? Because I'm asking you to step into your big self. When you shed those layers, shed the stuff that doesn't serve you, it's stepping into your higher self, your higher state. The small part of us is very consumed by ourselves. It's ego state, right? Where when we're in our small selves, we think that we are separate from everyone. So we have to constantly, vigilantly be aware of perceived threats, of perceived rejection. Because, and I I read, somebody said this once on my podcast, they said the brain interprets rejection as death. So we're fighting rejection as much as we fight physical harm because rejection is death to the brain is what my guest said. And it really hit me because I said, yeah, I've been terrified of rejection. I felt rejected younger on when I was bullied and it felt God awful and really did a number on me. But the truth is that you don't need to worry so much about being rejected. It's not going to kill you. And that's what this card is saying. You're not for everyone. And guess what, sweetie? If you're listening to the show, you might be a little weird. And in this card that says, embrace your weirdness. I struggle with that too. I totally have these weird moments where I'll be like, oh my God, did that person think that I was dumb? Did they did they think what I said was weird? Did they think I was this or that? Man, I still do that way too much. That's definitely something I need to shed because how can I move into do all the glorious work I hope to do if I'm constantly questioning myself? Again, leaders and people who step into a prominent position to help others, they don't have time for that. They don't have space for it. They can't carry around that shit of always looking around wondering, what did they think of this? And are people okay with this? At a certain point, you just have to look forward and say, this is who I am. This is my essence. I've done my work. I'll keep doing it, but I need to trust what I'm bringing and bring it and strengthen it. And remember, you're not for everyone. You can't win over everybody. It's not possible. It just isn't. That's why I always say it's so hard to trust politicians because that's what they're trying to do. In order to win, they have to try and be for everyone or at least for the majority so they get enough votes so they can win. It's really hard to maintain authenticity and to be in that prominent of a public role because you say one thing and you can lose half of your your votes, half of people agreeing with you, supporting you. But you're not that politician. You don't. We're not playing that role. We're playing a spiritual rebel. (laughs) We're playing the spiritual warrior that's wanting to come forward as us, not trying to please everybody, but just trying to offer exactly who we are for whoever that's meant to, for whoever that's meant for. It's kind of like doing this podcast. This podcast is in no way for everybody in the world, in no way. And I can't try to speak to everybody in the world. I have to speak to my audience. And that's what I learned to do. And that's why I finally gained some traction in an audience is because I decided, fuck it. 
I'm going to stop worrying about trying to be for everybody and just figure out who I am for and speak to that and speak to it until the people who are meant for me find me. And they've started to find me. You all have found me. (laughs) And I appreciate you so much for listening. More than you'll ever know. It means the world. And it just affirms and it just makes me so happy that I know I'm on the right path and that we are coming together and connecting those of us that feel drawn to these concepts. So this card, let it ring true in your soul. It also shows a woman on the precipice of the big, vast universe. And she's looking at it and has her arms open as if she's welcoming in exactly what is meant for her. And she's acknowledging you're not for everyone. Embrace your weirdness. Face your true north. I'm also going to read the description. And I know, I know there's someone out there that needed to hear this today because most days I need to hear this message. When someone kind of looks at you sideways, when someone brushes you off, if you're dating and someone doesn't call you back, you're not for everybody, baby. But guess what? There are some people out there who absolutely adore you. So don't compromise yourself. Please don't compromise yourself. That's another thing we do. We say, okay, and I... I, I don't know. I feel like it's called your 20s, right? You're like, I want to be appealing to the most number of people possible. So, okay, so people like this. Well, I'm going to be like this. Well, people like that. I'm going to be like this. I'm going to dress like this. I'm going to look like this. I'm going to act like this. I'm going to say this. And then we realize how exhausting that is. And then we realize the pain of inauthenticity. And then you get to find me in my podcast because you feel so lost and confused. You found me because you're ready to step into your authenticity and let go of the bullshit, to shed what you're not, strengthen what you are, Recognize your art for everybody and say, thank God, because I can't help everybody. I can't, I don't have that kind of bandwidth, but I can find my people, the people that you are meant for, the lovers, the colleagues, the family that you're meant for, the friends that you're meant for. You will find them if you stay true to yourself. Okay, here's the message. You're not for everyone. Embrace your weirdness. Face your true north. The world is filled with people who, no matter what you do, just won't like you. But it's also filled with those who will love you fiercely. You are your people. They are your people. You're not for everyone, and that's okay. Talk to the people who can hear you. Don't waste your precious time and gifts trying to convince others of your value. They won't ever want what you're selling. Don't try to convince them to walk alongside you. You'll be wasting both your time and theirs and will likely inflict unnecessary wounds that will take precious time to heal. You're not for them and they're not for you. Politely wave them on and continue on your way. Sharing your path with someone is a sacred gift. Don't cheapen it by rolling yours in the wrong direction. Keep facing your true north. Pulling this card means you're being called to embrace your uniqueness, to own your weirdness, to let the world see who you really are, to reveal your multifaceted, multidimensional nature, not to dim your light according to who is in your presence, to own all parts of yourself so that your people, the ones who are the same kind of weird as you, can recognize you when your paths cross. How can you embrace your weirdness and not care so much about what other people think? That's the question I want to leave you with. Because that is what will change everything. When you stop trying to fit in where you don't belong. Not belonging somewhere doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It just means it's not the place for you. So many of us spend our whole lives. So many of us, the layers we need to shed, some of those layers are thick 
are made of that sense of why didn't that work out for me? Why didn't that person want me? I'm not good enough. It means that I don't matter. It means that I'm not lovable. It means there's something wrong with me. That might make up the majority of most of our layers, times that we have felt pushed out and not embraced. We take it so personally. We think, oh, that must mean there's something wrong. There's nothing wrong. You're just you. You are who you are. Embrace that. Celebrate it. Come forward with that and trust that you will find your people. That you're not for everybody, but you sure are for somebody. And a lot of people are going to absolutely love you. So keep your head up. Keep moving forward. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you have a beautiful week. And I hope this was helpful. Take care. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.